Hey, you're listening to Let's Process That, a podcast where I reflect on personal growth, mental wellness, motherhood, and all the other things in between. I'm Dr. Amber Thornton. Hey everyone. So this episode is really just somewhat free flowing, but in the meat of the episode, I end up talking about why it's important to have someone who sees all the parts of you. I'm grateful to be able to have that person in my husband. And I just reflect a little bit on why that is so important to me and why it's needed. So hopefully you enjoy this episode and I'm glad you're here. Hey everyone. (laughs) So here we are. It's Monday morning again. And um, every week when I'm ready to record a podcast, I always anticipate that I will record a lot sooner than Monday morning. And it doesn't happen. I don't know. So I think I should just lean into the fact that Monday morning is the thing. And that's just it. So here we are. It's Monday morning. It's about 6.30 in the morning. And also the thing about recording so early in the morning is that um, I still have my sleepy voice on. And one of my friends always makes fun of me because she thinks it's such such a sultry voice. And it's actually just, no, I'm just still like a little tired because <laughs> I just woke up. Um but I hope everybody's doing well. Um, if you're listening on time to the podcast, we are just coming off of Mother's Day. And if I was a little bit more prepared, I probably would have done um, the last episode about mothering and Mother's Day. Um, but, you know, I just kind of do what I feel in the moment. And so I did. And then actually today I don't really want to talk about Mother's Day, but I will say that um, my Mother's Day was really, really good. And so this year I considered it to be my first Mother's Day um, because last year, May 2019, I was 37 weeks pregnant and I ended up giving birth at 38 weeks. So I was extremely pregnant and um People around me celebrated me um, for that Mother's Day. But for me, I I really appreciated that. But for me, it felt, it didn't feel, not that it didn't feel right. It just didn't feel like a full Mother's Day experience because um, my baby wasn't here yet. And so last year I got a pre-Mother's Day celebration and this year I got the real thing. And it was it was really, really nice. It was so very special. Um, for the most part, I just spent the day to myself because <laughs> that's what I wanted to do. I just, I think as mothers, sometimes we just need time to ourselves, and I knew I needed that. And I know that there's not going to be many days that I can actually request that I just be left alone. And so, um, a lot of the day was me just chilling in my room, you know, um, just sitting there, spending a lot of time on social media, but then I also got a lot of reading done yesterday. Um, but then every now and then I pop down because I missed my boys, my boys, meaning my husband and my son and my dog. And um, my husband cooked me this amazing brunch. 
I haven't talked about my husband much on this podcast, and actually, I'm going to talk about him today. Um, but he cooked this amazing brunch for me um, and his mother and um, someone else who looks after our son occasionally. Um, and so we we didn't all eat together, unfortunately. But he cooked, and then he dropped off to go plates for. Um, the rest of the women in our lives. And so he is amazing because he cooks way better than I do. And he loves cooking. I wish I had the list in front of me of the things that he made. Actually, I do. Hold on. Let me pull it up. And then I will get into the episode. I'm just chit-chatting for now. Okay. So yesterday, my husband made... Because I asked him, I was like, okay, how should I name the things that you have made? And he said... It was French toast casserole, lump crab spinach artichoke frittata, home-style breakfast potatoes, and a side salad with homemade lemon vinaigrette. <laughs> Who does that? Like, he literally made homemade lemon vinaigrette. For the French toast croissant, he made he made an icing. Like, I don't know who this man is, but I got lucky. <laughs> I just really appreciate him so much. So my mother's day was the best I could have ever asked for. Um, so as far as what I'm talking about today, so one of, today was just one of those days, honestly, where I, I could not decide what I wanted to talk about. Um, also, many of you might know that last week was seven days of self-care, and um, it was phenomenal. Every day last week, I went live on IG and on Facebook, and we talked about um, something that really helps with your self-care, and I got such great engagement and feedback feedback from that. Um, I'm hoping to do something again like that in the future if you missed it, um, but I did that last week. And so part of me was like, well, I could talk about some of that stuff again, but I just, I didn't want to. <laughs> and honestly, I think today is just one of those days where I just kind of want to free flow it a little bit. Um, but I guess I will start with this thing that I think is so interesting to me. And this is where my husband comes in. Um, so in the midst of um, doing the self-care and, um, doing the self-care challenge for people and doing the lives. I was getting so much feedback and um, just really getting feedback that people were really enjoying um, what we were doing and what was going on. And so <laughs> one night I told my husband about it. I was like, babe, um, people, people were telling me that I should write a book. And I was just getting all excited about it, telling him like how great the thing had went and I was like you know I just think it's going really well and um like people think I should write a book so maybe I'm just like really good at this and he was like people think you should write a book <laughs> and I'm not doing it justice this reaction he's just like but you don't even be doing anything <laughs> and so both of us laughed because and I have to explain this because what I mean by all of this is like, he was just so, his reaction was just like, oh, okay. And so in that moment, and this has come up so many times before, like there have been many times where people um, 
are either really happy with what I'm doing or really impressed by me. And he's just standing there like, her? <laughs> or like, huh? And so, you know, I think that on the surface, um, or someone who doesn't know us, they might misinterpret that as like my husband not being supportive or uh, my husband not um, encouraging me or uplifting me. And I just want to say that is so far from the truth, like absolutely far from the truth. And I think that's part of what I wanted to talk about today is like, I don't know, this is random, but I just, I guess maybe because Mother's Day was so great. And I know that it's partly because of him. Like, um, I got so lucky with finding someone that I really do feel is my equal and so complimentary to me and, and who I am in so many types of ways. And the one thing I've always said this about him, um, <laughs> the one thing I love about him is that he treats me like a regular person. <laughs> and so, you know, Sometimes when young women who are hoping to date and or be married ask me about relationship advice, and this doesn't happen often, but every now and then, um, again, it might be in therapy or, you know, just young women that I have like somewhat mentored around along the way, you know, every now and then we have conversations about what does it mean if, you know, this potential mate doesn't treat you in a way that you think you should be treated. And, you know, sometimes we have really critical dialogue about, well, what does that mean exactly? Um, and how do you want to be treated? And how do you want to be perceived? And, you know, what does it mean for you that he doesn't and vice versa? And, and so a lot of times I end up telling this story <laughs> of, you know, the one thing that I that really let me know that my husband was the one for me was because he didn't see me in the same way that other people did. He saw me for who I actually was. And so sometimes seeing someone for who they actually are doesn't mean that there's going to be all of the sparkles and the glitter and all of the butterfly heart eyes because not all of us not you know all the parts of us are not always pretty and so that's what I mean when I say he treats me like a regular person um throughout my life and I think I've kind of talked about this and alluded to this along the way um I've I'm I'm so ambitious I'm I'm a I'm a go-getter I'm a very driven person and that has made up a lot of my life. And so because of that, along the way, many people have seen me as only that. And this is something that I've realized just through my own reflections of, you know, life. <laughs> but then also with me going to therapy every now and then, it comes up sometimes where, you know, I think along the way, my role has become to be the person that's doing the things or be the person that's impressing people. And I'm not necessarily doing that for people. It's it's definitely who I am, but that that tends to be how people see you. And, and it's hard for people to see you in the other ways. You know, think about your 
your greatest inspirations or the people that you admire the most, a lot of the times it's not because um, of the very vulnerable parts of them or, or the parts that they don't allow everybody to see. You know, we don't really know those parts. We don't get to see those parts. But, you know, there are a handful of people that do get to see those parts. But the point I'm saying is that we love our greats because of the great things that they have done. And, and and it's hard to see them outside of that. And so I've noticed that a number of people see me not for the whole person that I am. And that's something that I'm also working on. And I think that's something that it's not just them. It's partly me, too. I think over time, I've realized I've got to be more transparent and vulnerable about um, the other parts of me. And, and that's part of the reason why I do the podcast is just to let people know like, yo, you know, what you see on the surface is not always the only thing there, you know? So, um, you know, that's something I've been working on, but going back to my husband, um, the one thing that really helped me know (laughs) he was for me is that he treated me like I'm, I'm a regular person. And so, you know, I never know how to word and phrase this stuff without it sounding cold because it's not. It's just that, you know, I'm I'm not always like, how do I say this? You know, I he sees me for all the other things. <laughs> he sees the other parts of me. You know, if someone is impressed by me, he's he's here to be like, all right, well, I still love you, even though you yelled at us yesterday and had that outburst, you know? You know, he sees the parts of me that I don't always allow people to see. He loves me in spite of, you know, the craziness (laughs) that I don't always allow other people to see. He's not always impressed with me. That's what I was trying to say. It's 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 not always, oh, I'm so impressed with you. No, because having a a a marriage and even a romantic relationship, you know, with that being the foundation, that's not sustainable. You're not always gonna be impressed with your partner. <laughs> like he's not. Um that's not to say that he isn't um impressed by things that I've done or ideas that I have, you know, we talk about that all the time. We're both really proud of each other and and amazed by one another's potential. But, um, that's not, that's not the default person for us. You know, we see each other for so much more than that. And that's, that's how I knew, um, me and my husband's history is super, interesting. We've known each other for a long time. I met him when I was a freshman in college and that was, um, what, 2005? That was 15 years ago. 15 years ago. Um, we dated for about three years and then of course he messed up. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Um, we just, things just weren't working out. Um, our paths were not going to go in the same way. I was going to go off to grad school and move back to Ohio. He had no interest in that and he wasn't sure what he was going to do. And so our relationship had to end. I think it surprised everyone (laughs) when we um, reconnected six years later and now here we are. Um, But the thing about it is I, I always knew that 
he was someone that should be in my life long term. I remember I always used to say to him, we would work so well together. <laughs> you know, I would imagine like us in the future with children and like, you know, we would work so well together. And I don't know what that was. I don't know how I knew that. But now with where we are now, oh, my gosh, like, I don't know, that must have been God speaking through me. Because I, I just, I knew that instinctively and now here we are and I feel like I couldn't have asked for a better partner in life. We we do work so well together with parenting and keeping our home together and with loving each other. It's, it's I couldn't, I'm so lucky. I couldn't have asked for anything better. Um, But we spent some time apart and I think we both needed that time to really heal and grow and mature and learn some stuff. And I think that's one thing that he always said, you know, um, from his story, <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes. His story was, he felt like we both needed that time to grow. Um, but the risk is who knows if you'll ever get back together. It, it surprised everyone, but it surprised us too. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about this man. Um, but fate would have it that we crossed paths again. And from that day, we were inseparable. And so here we are. Um, I think that's another thing that I've learned along the way too, is that um, your love story, your story doesn't have to be perfect. Ours, it's far from perfect, um, but it's perfect for us. There were ups and downs and confusion and a lot of things that happened along the way. Um, but look at us now. Our story wasn't perfect, but it, it had a character. <laughs> um, and, you know, in that break... I was able to most definitely grow. At the time, I definitely disagreed with him. I thought we should work it out and stay together, but um, I grew a lot. I experienced other people, um, had like two other significant relationships in that time period. I went on to graduate school and got my doctorate degree. Hallelujah. <laughs> I lived in like two other places one of them including, one of them being Oakland, California. Um, so many things happened to me in that time apart from him. And I just imagine like if if we were to try to force this relationship that should not have been, I would not have gone through those things. I wouldn't have had those experiences. And some of the experiences I had um, when we were not apart um, really, really, oh my gosh, really completely shaped who I am today, especially that year when I lived in California. And so I'm, I'm grateful for all of the ups and downs because it's led us to where we are today. And I'm so grateful that, again, I have someone who sees me for all of the parts of me and, and really grounds me. You know, I think I would not be a um, good person if I always had someone telling me how great I was. That is not something I've ever been interested in. But I think sometimes the storybooks and the fairy tales would lead you to believe that that's what a relationship or marriage should be. Someone always telling you how great you are. And that's not the reality and it's not sustainable. And um, that's probably not what you want, even though that's what you think you want. It's not what you need. 
I'm so great that I don't have that. I ha- I'm so grateful that I have someone to reflect back to me um, who I truly am, the good parts of me, the bad parts of me, the ugly parts of me, the parts that um, I'm working on, the parts that I need to work on. All of that is healthy and sustainable for a long-term relationship, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. So I don't know if anyone got anything out of that today. <laughs> but again, ooh, I had to stretch my legs out. <laughs> but again, it's just one of those days, you know, where, um, you know, sometimes you just have to authentically let it flow. So I'm going to go get the day started. Um, let's see. What do I have going on? Um, seven days of self-care is done, but I do plan to try to go live weekly on my Instagram just to talk about similar topics. And so my hope is to do that every Wednesday at 830. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> but I, I do plan to do that this week. Also, for anyone who is interested in becoming a psychologist, um, becoming a psychologist is a service that I offer in this week on Thursday. And then two weeks from now on Thursday, I will be doing um, holding office hours live on Twitter and probably Facebook um, for anyone who to ask me questions about the process of becoming a psychologist. Um, so you can check that out on Twitter. If you have questions you want to send in, send them to help at dramberthornton.com. And then lastly, Balanced Working Mama is still in session. Um, For anyone who still needs to do their Balanced Working Mama wellness assessment um, and or someone who's interested in working long-term or short-term with me with coaching or consultation, I'm down for that as well. So check that out too. All of that information is on www.dramberthornton.com. All right, y'all. I hope everybody has a great day. Everybody has a great week. And until next time. I hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode of Let's Process That. Let's connect. Email me at podcast at dramberthornton.com. Please hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at dramberthornton.com. Visit my website, www.dramberthornton.com. Also share this podcast with your friend, family member, let them know that you're enjoying it and also rate and review the podcast because that really helps people find it as well. Talk to you soon.